And welcome once again to another edition of A Plain Answer here at Redeemer Broadcasting. I'm Dan Elmendorf. On the phone line with us today is Frank Gaffney, and he is executive chairman and founder of the Center for Security Policy. Frank, it's an honor to have you on with us today. Pleasure is mine and honor as well. Thank you. <laughs> uh, we've come through, we're not all the way through yet, uh, this whole thing with covid and uh, there was so much politicization of the COVID pandemic. Many of us became jaded. I believe rightfully so. But you've done, your group has done tremendous research. And I'd like you to just take some time and explain as to what you found regarding the Chinese Communist Party's involvement with uh, this disease. Our best expert on the subject of the science of all of this uh, in our Team B group uh, was Dr. Stephen Hatfield, who is arguably the premier biological warfare expert in the United States today. He was persuaded on the basis of the available evidence uh, that there was no grounds for saying that it was naturally occurring and that this so-called SARS-CoV-2 virus almost, well, let me put it this way, that there was great evidence, circumstantial to be sure, but compelling evidence that it was genetically modified through gain-of-function techniques in the Wuhan Institute of Virology, a biological warfare laboratory of the People's Liberation Army. What we were unable to say, just for lack of you know, direct evidence, is how the virus got out of that laboratory, mm-hmm. whether it was by accident or whether it was intentional. But what we concluded categorically was that the Chinese knew what they were doing, did it intentionally and malevolently when they made sure that while they were locking down the city of Wuhan to internal travel within China, they were allowing people from Wuhan to fly all over the world, including here. Indeed, Dr. Hatfield's got sources who've said that there's evidence that the Chinese government was subsidizing elderly people from Wuhan to come visit their family and friends in the United States before, fortunately, Donald Trump shut that down. Mm-hmm. And so that's what caused us to say, look, this was a deliberate biological warfare attack against this country and the rest of the world, for that matter, by the Chinese Communist Party, and they should be held accountable for that. Yeah. I'm glad you make a distinction between the Chinese Communist Party, which truly is an enemy, and the Chinese people. Even though there's been a great deal of brainwashing that's occurred over the many decades since the CCP has been in control, nevertheless, there is an important distinction. But this thing you mentioned of... uh, the travel, once the CCP identified that they had a virus on their hands, 
And they just allowed millions of travelers from Wuhan to fly internationally. Even when they're locking down in their own country, something just doesn't square with that fact. Yeah, I I think the thing that it squares with, of course, is the malevolent, as I say, designs of the Chinese Communist Party. Mm. And they really make no secret about it. Their objective is to dominate the world. And the only real impediment to doing so is the United States of America. Yes. Hence, they have as their purpose, uh, and it has been their purpose for decades, by the way, taking out our country. Mm -hmm. And one of the most chilling aspects of this uh, was that in addition to what they've been, at least since 1999, when they first published a book declaring that this is their strategy, uh, something called unrestricted warfare, um, various techniques of you know, economic and information and political and other kinds of, uh, uh, well, sabotage and, and such kinds of warfare. They had as well in their playbook the use of biological weapons against the United mm-hmm. States. In fact, there's a speech that was secretly uh, given and came to us uh, through uh, the Epic Times newspaper by the then Defense Minister of China about 20 years ago, in which he said that uh, the General Secretary of the Communist Party back in the early 1990s gave the explicit mission to their illegal, by the way, illegal biological warfare program. Mm -hmm. They've signed a treaty saying they wouldn't have one. But their purpose for that biological warfare program was to depopulate the United States so that it could be colonized by China. That's amazing. Well, it's terrifying. Yeah, it is. And and what they've done with this uh, so-called SARS-CoV-2 virus, this COVID pandemic, is a, at the very least a proof of concept. And it showed that you could, in fact, infect large numbers of Americans, kill, by some estimates, a million of us, disrupt our economy horrifically, and even greatly diminish our freedoms in this constitutional republic by using biological warfare against us. And I fear that that sets the stage for them doing so more in the future with even more virulent uh, viruses. Yeah. Maybe you remember, I I seem to recall that um, when this virus was starting to be recognized in the United States and the cases started to be listed on various websites and everything, there was pockets of population where the virus was much more prevalent than others. And I'm thinking that it may have to do with this fact that you've mentioned here of the CCP allowing millions of travelers to fly internationally because there are certain airports that they would be flying into. Um, have you made any connection there with where we saw the outbreaks and, and the airports, for example? Well, assuredly. Um, Italy was very hard hit 
mm-hmm. um, when they were flying people into Milan, I think, and uh, and perhaps Rome and other parts of the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, the New York City area oh, yeah. was very badly hit, of course, uh, flying into JFK, I think, principally. Um, and very good degrees, other other parts of the U.S., uh, I think Los Angeles. But the the main point is that what's particularly chilling is that the Chinese have uh, made it clear in lots of open source publications, in Chinese to be sure, but nonetheless, a People's Liberation Army, journals and uh, medical publications of various kinds in China, that they are working on seeing if they can achieve uh, sort of an ethnically targetable biological warfare capability uh, so that, you know, uh, when they disseminate these things in the future, um, they can be more precise about this not affecting, you know, for example, Han Chinese, Mm -hmm. but you know, doing horrific damage to uh, other ethnicities and and, uh, and and nations, for that matter. And so, you know, this clear effort to wage a biological attack is almost certainly going to be something that they will do more of in the future, and perhaps with not only more virulent uh, viruses than this one, uh, but also ones that may, if they are successful with this science, perhaps using some of the techniques that Tony Fauci taught them, by the way. Mm, yes. They uh, they may well be able to do this with a far greater devastating effect on certain populations, uh, ours and others. Yeah. You mentioned Fauci, and um, I'm glad he's finally stepping down, but I believe a massive investigation needs to follow regarding that man absolutely no it's it's criminal what he's done uh, as well as uh, scandalous yeah today we're talking with a fellow i've wanted to talk with for a long time frank gaffney is a wonderful reference here he's the executive chairman and founder of the center for security policy frank tell us about your group there the makeup of it and who's involved and uh, some of the stuff that you've been working on? Well, um, I I started the Center for Security Policy back in 1988 with a gaggle of uh, my friends, um, some of whom had had experiences I had uh, in the Reagan administration or on Capitol Hill, um, but all of whom shared a view that we needed an organization that could um, rapidly uh, pull together um, people with real skills in various national security portfolios, um, team them up, create coalitions or other tiger teams, if you will, to go get specific things done uh, wherever possible in support of good people in government who um, felt the need to do the same. And over the past nearly 35 years now, uh, I think what we've demonstrated is an ability, as with you know this particular exercise, our Team B3, we call it, um, 
to provide, uh, well, second opinions in this case to what the official party line was. Uh, as you may know, the national uh, intelligence uh, analysis uh, was that they just couldn't tell where this virus came from. Uh, maybe it was natural, maybe it was uh, from a lab, but uh, they were sure that the Chinese government didn't know anything about it. And we said, this is rubbish. <laughs> we yeah. need a second opinion. So we put that together. But um, we've worked on uh, all manner of national security challenges over those decades. Um, as I say, often in support of good people in government, sometimes uh, uh, telling them what they didn't want to hear. Uh, but what we thought was uh, needed, certainly for the American people to hear. And it's uh, it's involved uh, some controversies. I'll be honest with you. We we talked about uh, Sharia, the Islamic doctrine that uh, animates jihad, and uh, that was uh, not well received by the Muslim Brotherhood and others like yeah. them. Um, we've uh, we've been very, uh, I think, uh, insistent that totalitarianism of any kind, whether it was uh, under the Soviets, whether it's uh, uh, the Islamists, whether it's the Chinese communists, uh, whether it's others, uh, you know, is antithetical to the vital interests of the United States and must be seen as such and, and resisted. And we've tried very hard wherever we uh, make these kinds of analyses to offer uh, strategies for what can be done to counter them effectively. And so this has made uh, the work, I think, at hand at the moment with respect to the greatest threat this country has ever faced by far, namely the Chinese Communist Party, um, particularly needed and uh, we hope uh, helpful. Yeah. Well, there's so much we could talk about here. One thought that popped into my mind is that we have a, or we're supposed to have a free market system and you know, capitalism and that sort of thing. Um, but if capitalism itself is not guided by a Christian framework, by the morals of uh, of the scriptures, uh, it too can get us into trouble. For example, um, if we're only thinking about how do I produce a product the most cheapest possible and distribute it and make a big buck for myself, if I was doing some manufacturing, I might be inclined to try to get my product made in China. Yet not realizing or not appreciating the fact that China is run by the CCP, and the CCP has really bad plans for us. And so if they can get us dependent upon their parts and procedures and supply chain, then they can easily attack us from from that level also. And I, I've seen it in, in even big business when I was in it, um, doing direct business with with China and sharing um, confidential designs of computers with, with the CCP. And I don't think that's wise. I, I think people need to wake up. We, you know, we're in denial. And, and the thing that strengthens this denial are many of our news outlets, too, uh, whether it's MSNBC or CNN, NBC, CBS, and even now Fox. Um, and it's it's made it hard for the American people who love our country uh, since I'm thinking about seniors. Many times seniors, they'll just turn on CNN, just watch it, and believe everything they see. I, I'm sorry to put it that way, 
because I'm technically a senior now myself. But I'll tell you one thing: I stay far away from CNN, like it's like it's the plague. I. Well, there's a lot to unpack in what you just said. Um, yeah. Let me just say, uh, we're at war with the Chinese Communist Party. We are, yes. Whether 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 we want to acknowledge it or not, um, that ought to inform everything else we're thinking and and doing and saying about them. Thank you. Yes. And this is this is really, if I may, just say, this is the not only the subject but the title of uh, our newest book. Uh, the CCP is at war with America. That's yeah. the Chinese Communist Party, of course. And people can get it for free as a downloadable PDF if they will go to ccpatwar.com. Oh wow! I didn't realize that. And I really encourage them to do that. Yeah, it's it's a it's a really important you know um, synthesis of what we believe went down with this virus and uh, this latest and horrific attack against us in this biological warfare uh, episode. But it, it puts it into the larger context then of what the Chinese have been doing, as I say, for many, many decades now um, to try to take us out. And uh, you're absolutely right. Uh, big business, uh, big finance, especially big tech, uh, well, big government for that matter, and both Republicans and Democrats uh, have been implicated in this. Have yes, simply chosen to uh, avert their gaze. Well put, if you will, <laughs> from what what we're confronting, uh, and uh, and and get rich in the process, many of them, uh, but at the expense of our country and our people, and maybe even our survival. And this is totally unacceptable. It. it People, and it's not just Tony Fauci who has to be held accountable. It's, as far as I'm concerned, people like Larry Fink of BlackRock and Steve Schwartzman and Ray Dalio and others who've been with our money on Wall Street funding the unrestricted warfare mm-hmm. the Chinese Communist Party has been engaged in and, and all of its other um, you know, horrific mm-hmm. behavior towards its own people and, uh, and preparations to do to the rest of us what they do to them, not just the Uyghurs, but you know, even the Han Chinese themselves mm. uh, will be done to us and worse if they succeed in becoming as they to the dower of the world. Mm. And just a word on the Christian piece of this, of course, Christians are being particularly persecuted by the Chinese communists. There's estimated to be more Christians in China than there are Chinese Communist Party members. Mm. There's some 90 million of the latter and some 100 million, we're told, Christians, most of whom, especially since the Pope betrayed them, are now reduced to, uh, you know, following Christ's Undercover, yes, uh, house churches as they're called, and secretly, but they're terribly oppressed, uh, and it's just a, a manifestation of what, uh, unfortunately, not just the Chinese, but people all over the world are doing to Christians these days. As you know, 360 million of them, according to Open Doors USA, are being heavily persecuted, and that doesn't take into account, you know, just people who are having a hard time of various kinds. These are people who are being tortured, uh, raped, uh, imprisoned, um, crucified, uh, otherwise murdered, sometimes genocidally. And what's particularly alarming, and we did a fascinating program about this under one of my other 
institutional affiliations, uh, something we call Save the Persecuted Christians, mm. which is a wonderful group. Um, but last Thursday, we did a uh, Thursday a week ago, we did a um, webinar about the demonization of American Christians, which we believe is really just a precursor to yes. uh, something uh, unimaginable, but nonetheless uh, in prospect, namely the persecution of us. Yes. Here in this country, uh, as we're seeing done elsewhere around the world, uh, there's, a, there's a powerful um, segment in that presentation by my colleague and the executive director of our uh, Save the Persecuted Christians team, uh, Didi Logan, which talks about the othering of Christians, which uh, which starts with, you know, singling them out, and then you start, uh, you know, depriving them of their rights, and then you uh, ultimately start taking things away from them, and then ultimately you wind up seeing uh, their lives taken away from them. This is, this is the trajectory that we've seen in country after country after country yes. around the world uh, on a scale that's that's simply unimaginable. And as I know you know, and I'm sure you're, you're trying to correct this, but... Um, it's almost impossible to get people to talk about, let alone do something about the magnitude of what is being done to people just because they follow Jesus Christ. That's right. And uh, and the idea that it might happen here, uh, which would certainly be something that would happen if the Chinese have their way, mm-hmm. uh, but even in their absence, uh, the Marxists that we are now. Uh, are trying to bring it about, and, and you know they're vilifying us as uh, Christian nationalists, and suggesting that you know that means we're really domestic terrorists. <laughs> it's sick, isn't it? And that you know the the weaponized instruments of the federal government that are now being brought to bear against us, um, and will shortly with the eighty-seven thousand IRS agents. Forever. Yeah, it is a moment when we really need the alarm to be raised. And, we're trying to do that with our Center for Security Policy. Well, I, I really appreciate what you're doing uh, today. Our guest has been Frank Gaffney. And Frank, uh, one more time, if someone wants to get this book, is it also in hard copy as well as the free download? Absolutely. Yeah. No, it's available at Amazon. Um, and it's, uh, it, it's just if people want it right away or they don't uh, mind not having the hard copy and just would happily read it on their computer. They can get the PDF at ccp at war dot com. This is uh, sobering, and yet it's very important. And dear listener, please take this man seriously. I, I think he's right on the money. Uh, ccp at war dot com is the website where you can get a free download of the book with the title, The CCP is at War with America. It may seem shocking, but I I believe it's absolutely true. And the book is also available hard copy, The CCP is at War with America. Uh, Lest we get overly discouraged, Frank Gaffney, any final word of encouragement since we're Christians as we look forward to doing the right thing and making a positive influence for our nation. Well, that is the good news. <laughs> um, the, the, this is all in the Lord's hands, and uh, I pray 
that he is not done with the United States, despite yes. all of the reasons we've given him to be so. Yeah. Uh, and if indeed he is not, uh, this will come out okay. Uh, we know it comes out okay in the end, but sure. um, it's just a question of how much rough country is there oh, <laughs> between yeah. here and yeah, there. That's true. And uh, for the moment, I, I just think if um, if we can get back you know, to following his words in this country, uh, we stand a far better chance of uh, defeating this mortal enemy that uh, denies him and uh, wants us to do the same. Mm. And uh, if that's the case, then there's a lot of hope, I think. That's right. Frank Gaffney, my brother in the Lord, thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you. It's been great to talk with you, Dan. God bless you. Dear listener, please join us next week for another edition of A Plain Answer.